Hey, you're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. 50 degrees here and mostly cloudy on this Thursday, January 25th, 2024, 411 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Don't be afraid. Get involved with the conversation. If you have something you want to text to it, call in and talk about it. It's fine. We're all good here. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Um, I have a couple stories here, and, and it's really not what I was going to talk about during this time, but might as well. How our criminal justice system is truly broken. I mean, you had this individual, and and Jake's probably going to start slamming things in there when I start talking about Taylor Swift, but this has nothing to do with football, Jake, so we're all good there. But she's being stalked by a stalker at her home in New York City, and the person's been arrested multiple times. They were arrested just yesterday, and what's the first thing they did when they were released today without bail? Went right back to her house. And was arrested again. So this is concerning, to say the least. Now, Taylor Swift has the resources. She has the assets to protect herself. She's got 24-7 security. As a matter of fact, I know some of them. They are very good at what they do. Some of them are Secret Service, ex-police, ex-military. And she's got multiple that rotate through. So for her... Nothing will most likely happen. Plus, you know, she's got a football player boyfriend who's not in the offseason yet, but maybe soon, as per what Jake says. <laughs> um, but it is concerning. And if you have to look at the people who are out there, if, if, if it was your family member, um, for this to be taken seriously, something serious needs to happen. They need to att- make an attempt on your life, seriously injure you or something to where this is is. Something's really done about this. Here's somebody who's been arrested multiple times. Second he's released, he goes right back to the house. Now, again, she has the resources, the assets with someone there with her 24-7 to deal with this if something happens. But how would your sister, your wife, your daughter, your mother, your aunt um, do in these type of situations where there's no one there with them? where they're going and coming back from work. They're going to the store. They're going to get something to eat. They're doing shopping. They're running errands. They're, they're just going for a jog or something like that. And this is just not a concern in New York. And I believe this is National Stalking Month as well. But it's a, it's a serious issue and that needs to be taken seriously, uh, especially when it's a repeat offender. How is this person being released without any bail to go back and do the same exact thing? I mean, I I see from some of the messages I get, you know, they would deal with this another way. Would that even work? You know, would 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 knocking this guy out be a deterrent? Who knows? I mean, this guy has obviously got more problems than than just that. There, there's obviously deep psychological problems there, but is just releasing him the answer? Is just releasing to him to where there is a situation? To where maybe her security or something needs to get involved and this person ends up getting severely injured or shot or killed. Did it need to come to that? Or, you know, does he start climbing a scaffolding or trying to get in another way and harm himself and fall? 
uh, you know, there's a situation here, and it's because of this judicial system where there's just not assets to take care of the mental health aspect of this. There's not a judicial system that holds this accountable that, hey, obviously he's not learning a lesson. Maybe we should just keep him somewhere till we figure out how we can help this individual. Now, if it's incarceration where he can get therapy, maybe. And we know the resources there are slim and few between. And that's just one situation there. And, and I know I want to talk about this earlier, and I mentioned it to, to Jake yesterday, I believe. It was on my schedule for this murder in California, where a California audiologist stabbed her boyfriend 108 times and got probation. She stabbed her boyfriend 108 times and got probation. Now, I had an interview this morning in uh, Connecticut on Connecticut Radio where, where I was talking about you know the judicial system and, and law enforcement across our country and the, the hurdles that are being dealt with in recruitment and such. And I brought this case up to, to show how this judicial revolving door and, and the person, the host of the show was like, well, were there any ex- ex- extraordinary circumstances where maybe she was a victim? Maybe she, he was beating her and this was a self-defense issue. No, her, her, her defense was she was in a cannabis-induced psychosis. She said that she took a, a hit of a bong. And that the person she was with, because she wasn't feeling the full effect of the marijuana, the cannabis, on this bong hit, suggested she do another one. She said she did another one. She started to panic. She went to the bathroom. She started not having controls of her actions. She got into this psychosis episode and stabbed her boyfriend repeatedly in his apartment 108 times. Experts in the prosecution and the defense both found that the marijuana bong hit gave the woman, threw the woman into a deadly psychotic episode. From that point forward, she had no control over her actions, according to the judge. They've only been seeing each other for a few weeks before she brutally murdered her 26-year-old accountant boyfriend. After... The murder, law enforcement found the woman covered in blood, hysterically crying next to her boyfriend, still gripping the knife. Her lawyers argued that their client, who was an inexperienced pot smoker, became involuntarily intoxicated at the time of the killing. After the boyfriend had passed her to take another bong hit after not getting high off the first hit. Well, here's the situation there. There's no one to... to, to, say that that didn't happen because the other person's dead. So she said she had an immediate adverse reaction. And like I explained, went to the bathroom in a panic before carrying out the killing. Under California law, a person is seen as responsible for their actions when impaired by drugs or alcohol unless their intoxication is involuntary. So she came up with the story that my boyfriend made me take the two bong hits. Not just the first one, but a second one as well. And he made me do it. It was involuntary. And then I got into this psychosis because of these two bong hits of marijuana. And I stabbed him 108 times. She 
She got probation. Probation for stabbing someone 108 times and murdering them. And I know this is California, but I just said what was happening in New York, where someone is stalking, threatening a high-profile individual like a ta- uh, Taylor Swift, only to be released without bail. We've seen situations here we've talked about where individuals threaten, charge, and assault state police, get $50,000 cash bail, where two weeks later, it's reduced to unsecure and they're back out on the street, only to start shooting up neighborhoods in Northeast Pennsylvania. There's a problem with our justice system. Somebody said, Rob, obviously you're lying because everyone knows pot is harmless. Uh, And we all know that it's getting stronger. We all know that the THC values in a lot of it, it's getting higher. This, the, the marijuana, the pot that's out there now is not that of our parents and grandparents. Um, it's as simple. Somebody said, I believe 110 stabs minimum before incarceration. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a joke if it wasn't so serious. I mean, this is a murder. The family of this young man. Again, she was 33. The young man was 26. They were only dating a couple of weeks. So the 26-year-old forced the 33-year-old professional, she's an audiologist, to do a bong hit and then forced her involuntarily to do a second one. Somebody says, after 50 times, I would imagine my arm would be tired from stabbing someone. Yeah, think about that. I mean, if you have a heavy bag, if you go to a gym or something like that, Hit it violently 50 times and see how your arm feels. See how out of breath you are. See see what kind of... You know, listen, I'm not saying that this drug did not cause issues with her. Obviously, it did. But, again, she used a defense saying that the two bong hits that she took, not one, but two, were involuntary when the only other witness is stabbed 108 times and dead. And a jury bought it. And she got probation. I I shouldn't say a jury bought it because she was found guilty. But only gets probation. Only gets probation. And the family is sitting there. I mean, could you imagine being that family? Sitting there in the, uh, the courtroom just in disbelief? I just, I could not, I've been in hundreds of courtrooms, hundreds of trials throughout my career. I can't even imagine that as a family member. As law enforcement being there who arrested this individual covered in blood with the knife still in their hand, crying. I couldn't imagine that outcome in in my wildest dreams, but here we are. It's uh, 422 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after this. I got the weather here somewhere. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, foggy with rain, showers, low 40. Friday, cloudy but dry, high near 50. Saturday, mostly cloudy but dry, high near 50. 
Sunday, rain showers and colder temperatures, maybe a wintry mix or snow shower later. High near 40, and I'm seeing uh, that S word come out for maybe Monday. Seeing anywhere from uh, 1 to 3 and 2 to 4, but it's early yet. We don't know. If it was the day before, they wouldn't know. But I don't like that snow word for Monday already. If they could move up to maybe Sunday and happen on the weekend, I'd be happier with it. But right now, it's 49 degrees and mostly cloudy outside at 422. Hey. Hey. Sorry I'm late. No problem. <laughs> Wendy from Taylor picked me up one of those pizzas from Ravello's to support the young man. Yes. The young boy. 200 pies they, they donated. Yeah, beautiful. So yeah. got my pie to put in the oven tonight, helping out the family. The kid was uh, just, what, crossing the street near the school, gets hit by a pickup truck yep. in Taylor. So um, I had to run out and meet her real quick. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I gave kudos to, to Ravello's for doing that yes. because they donated 200 trays and all the proceeds were going. Jitty Joe's on... Um, Monday night, too, to help out. Jitty Joe's, have you ever had their ice cream? You no. got to try their ice cream. No, oh, not. I'm going to find out more about that. Maybe I'll mention it on a Monday. <laughs> I am going to be off tomorrow, though. I'll be in for traffic, but I'll be off for my show. Oh. Going to go yep. to. Yep. Yeah. So, at any rate, what's traffic? There's nothing to talk about in traffic anyway. Everything's fine out there, it seems. A little bit of heavy traffic in some of the usual areas, South Blakely Street in Dunmore, Jefferson Avenue, Scranton, Scranton-Carbondale Highway, and construction may be causing some issues on North River Street in Plains. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki's down from the WILK Traffic Center with your Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio at 427 here at the, the station. 50, 50 degrees outside, so still nice out, still good. Um, listen, I'm going to probably say the obvious here that uh, you may know or not know, but if you're ever in this situation, I'm giving you some professional advice here. And I normally don't give professional advice here. I give my opinion. But I'm going to give you professional advice here. A man surrendering on drug charges uh, found with more drugs. Right here in our area, a Hazleton man turning himself in on marijuana possession charges will face additional charges after arriving at the Lehigh County Correctional Facility in possession of, you got it, more cannabis, state police said. Edwin M. Fortunato Tapia, 21, not going to give his address because um, he's in that dumb criminal category, was wanted on charges of profession of marijuana, disorderly conduct, speeding, and driving with a suspended license, stemming from an incident in North Whitehall Township on November 15th, according to court records. He uh, made arrangements with the state police at Pocono to surrender at the Lehigh County Jail last Friday. Police said that after entering the jail in Allentown, he was searched and found once more in possession of marijuana. He was arraigned on the initial warrant and released on $5,000 unsecured bail. Additional charges for marijuana possession is pending, they said. So here's my word, my professional advice that I normally don't give, but I think I'm safe in giving it here. If you're surrendering on drug charges to jail or a police station, don't bring more drugs with you. Got it? If you need me to write you a note, you need me to put it down in writing or something like that, 
Do not bring drugs when you're turning yourself in. It won't work out well for you. It's as simple as that. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, L from Wayne County on THCL. I have about a minute and a half, two minutes. Okay. Well, I don't know that much about it, except I, I heard one day, it was in last year, they said in the 80s, the THC was below 2%. And now they said the THC is 80 to 90%. So that person that texted you, I'd love them to call you and tell you how they think below 2% is equivalent to 80 to 90%. <laughs> no, I, I said straight off straight off the bat, today's, today's marijuana, today's cannabis is not that of our parents and grandparents. It is a lot stronger. The THC content is tremendously higher, and it's just different. So, um, you know, we're, we're making rules and laws the people in legislature people now who have no idea. Yeah, well, what's people going who, on. people who know what it used to be, not what it currently is, and, and exactly, it, it's currently to, more. <laughs> and we used to have a fantastic president in office, but now we have just the extreme opposite. So you can't go, but what we had, it's what we have now, and what we have now is something none of us really need or want. And that's a bad president, a weak president, Whoa, a lying that, president. That was a that was a connection there, Al. But I'll give it to you. You had your two minutes. You threw it in there. But that was that was a stretch. That was a stretch connection. You have a good night, Al. You too. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, four thirty-one here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Nancy Kamen. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's the point of the show where we honor our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. On this day in history, 56 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice. Four from this area in Pennsylvania, or from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. We're going to start off with Patrolman John George Gillespie, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police in 1955. Succumbed to injuries sustained five years earlier when he was struck by a vehicle while directing traffic at the intersection of Pioneer Avenue and West Liberty Avenue. Patrolman Gillespie was a U.S. Army veteran of World War I and had served the Pittsburgh Police Department for 40 years. Second is uh, Police Officer Norman W. Stinger, Philadelphia Police Department. Stinger succumbed to injuries sustained when he was struck by a truck on Ridge Avenue near Broad Street. He was investigating a burglar alarm. Patrolman Charles M. Snyder, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police, Pennsylvania, 1937. Drowned in the Allegheny River. Him and his partner were fixing a propeller on one of the boats under the 6th Street Bridge when patrolmen slipped into the water and drowned. His body was found April 3rd of that same year. We have patrolman John A. Connor, Pennsylvania Railroad Police Department. Connor was struck and killed by a Pennsylvania Railroad engine while chasing coal pickers on the railroad's tracks near 44th Street and Gerard Avenue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And those are our four from that area. I, I got a text message. Let me see uh, if I can sort it together because they come back in pieces. They come in pieces when they are over 160 characters and they're not normally in the order that you send them in. So you have to know nothing about cannabis to make this potency comment, Rob. People use cannabis to achieve a high, and that high has a threshold. Two years ago, it took one gram to get high, 
and today it takes a quarter gram. That's the difference, Rob. You can't get any higher today than you did 50 years ago. You just said that it takes a quarter of the amount now that it did 50 years ago. So that would make it more potent, right? And um, you can say I know nothing about cannabis. Yeah, I don't use it. But as per the uh, CDC, they're saying that's not correct. The primary problem with current available cannabis is that THC content is not like it used to be. Prior to 1990s, it was less than 2%. In the 1990s, it grew to 4%. And between 95 and 2015, there's been a 212% increase in the THC content in the marijuana. It also says that higher THC values result in three times the increased risk of psychosis and five times the risk of adverse effects. That's coming from the CDC. So, yeah, I would think uh, they know what they're talking about, and that's what I base my comment off of. So that's, uh, let me see what else. There's, there's a whole, of course, it's the CDC, so it's like a 20-page report that I'm trying to weed through. But, yes, it is more potent, and there's reasons for that. But even in your own comment, you said that it takes a quarter of the amount now to get the same high that it took. So uh, here it goes, three times the risk of psychosis. And, uh, and if there was a daily, if use was daily, there was a five times risk increased risk for psychosis. So uh, that's coming from the CDC. And uh, we'll stick with that, right? But I don't know what I'm talking about, so just get the information from the CDC. Time for traffic and weather, I guess. Well, maybe. We, we know about yeah. that, right? Yeah. Okay, we think we know about traffic. <laughs> this uh, traffic update brought to you by Penteladata Internet. A little bit of bumper to bumper with possible delays because of road construction on North River Street in Plains. We are looking at heavy traffic on Wyoming and Jefferson Avenue in Scranton. It's pretty jammed up on North Blakely Street in Dunmore. It looks like it's going to take you a little longer to get places. It's just heavy congestion. 81 is still looking good from the New York border to Hazleton, and we have nothing to report on 476, the PA Turnpike, 84th or 380, and 80 looks pretty good as well, at least in this region of the world. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. From the WILK Traffic Center, Nikki Stone with this WILK Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. And uh, as for the texture, I wasn't talking about CBD. I was talking about THC. So somebody's telling me CBD is medical. Uh, I was talking about the THC content in the illegal marijuana, not the stuff you get at your dispensaries or such like that. Uh, the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, foggy with rain showers, low 40. Friday, cloudy but dry, high near 50. Saturday, mostly cloudy but dry, high near 50. Sunday, rain showers and colder temperatures, maybe a wintry mix or snow shower later on, high near 40. It's currently 48 degrees and cloudy. It's starting to go down at 442 at your official weather station, WILK. 
Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 48 degrees and cloudy outside at 446th here in Northeast Pennsylvania on this Thursday, January 25th, 2024. Got a text message in, and I'll absolutely take their word for it. Rob, I've been smoking cannabis since I was 13. I'm now 44. So I've seen a lot. It's most definitely much stronger now. And besides that, there are now concentrates that are more money, much stronger, coupled with new methods of use. Using concentrates can really send you into left field. I've experienced effects that mimic psychedelics from smoking dabs, which is what you would call concentrates. I am 100% for full recreational legalization for marijuana, comma, but I'm also for the truth. Well, thank you for that information, and that's what I responded back to you. Texter asked me to ask your audience, and I don't think it's a narc or a cop or whatever you want to call it, ask your audience how much they spend a month on pot. All right, if you're a pot user, you want to let us know, text in, how much do you spend a month on pot? It's a valid question. Um, Dabs kick my butt, only tried it once because of that. LOL. And dabs is uh, concentrated marijuana, cannabis, THC, whatever it is. Uh, interesting, though, but I, I appreciate the uh, the information, the, the firsthand information. I take that. It's time for our Today in History. You know I like to talk about, you know, we can't know where we're going unless we know where we've been. So this things happen. Mostly trivia stuff for us to know. So if you're at over the dinner table tonight or out on a date or something, you can say, hey, did you know this? My son was always good for that. Did you know? Come home to his mother. Mom, did you know? And spell out what he knew. Now he's flying multi-million dollar aircraft at Mach 2. Well, Alexander Alexander Graham Bell inaugurates U.S. transcontinental telephone service speaking from New York to uh, London on this day, January 25th of 1915. On this day in 1961, in Washington, D.C., John F. Kennedy delivers the first live presidential televised news conference. And it's been downhill since then. So on Wednesday, January 25th, 1961, JFK delivered the first live presidential television news conference from the White House. In uh, 1959, on this day, American Airlines opened the jet age in the United States with the first scheduled transcontinental flight of a Boeing 707. And now we have parts flying off the planes. Did you see the wheel fell off the front of that plane that took off? I mean, we have bolts, loose bolts, doors flying off, plugs flying off, um, bird strikes. You have the front landing gear. They need to get this fixed. And I believe the head of Boeing... The CEO of Boeing was before Congress today. You see, on this day in 1949, at the Hollywood Athletic Club, the first Emmy Awards were presented. And in 1924, the 1924 Winter Olympics opens in the French Alps, inaugurating the Winter Olympic Games. And uh, there's a usually a quote at the end of the Today in History says if, uh, if this is from Virginia Woolf, 
If you do not tell the truth about yourself, you cannot tell it about other people. Amen. Amen. There. Let me see. Oh, people are chiming in. Here we go. Um, somebody spends $75 a month on CBD. Say, hey, Rob, I love your show. All the, I listen to your show all the time. I spend zero money on marijuana. None of my friends, wife, or relatives either. None of us use it. That's about two dozen of us. Zero money. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, don't be sorry. That's good for you. Somebody said $200 an ounce per month. Is that the going right? Is that an ounce? 200 This is uh, Somebody says, I suffer pain from an accident. I hope it's working. Proud to say zero on cannabis, THC, dabs, whatever. How much do you spend on all those guns, Rob? Why can't everybody shut up and let people have what they enjoy? See, this this wasn't um, a negative thing. I'm not judging anyone. I'm actually very thankful for the information I got from the first-hand person that does use it and why. And I'm not going to question why you use it. Have at it. Do what you want. Not questioning anybody. Why are you so defensive? Why can't everybody shut up and let people have what they enjoy? Have at it. I'm sure a lot of the people spend more than's being announced here for marijuana on alcohol, on cigarettes, cigars. Have at it. No one's judging. I'm just relaying a question. That's what we're here for, to talk, right? Now, my question is, why are you so defensive? Honestly, it appears we don't have enough plane manufacturers, and thus the few we have are rushing to market. That could be a good observation, absolutely. Uh, I did see that we halted delivery of the F-35 stealth jets because they found a part that's been made in China. And the contract says that no parts of our most top-secret aircraft, the F-35, where there's three variants, the A, B, and C. The Air, A, the Air Force uses, that lands on runways. The B is a short runway vertical takeoff. And the C is their carrier for our Navy pilots. Uh, but they, I, it didn't say which one. It said, but they found a part that's being made in China, so they halted delivery until that's figured out. Looking at the text messages coming in. And I can't say how much I spend guns on the radio. My wife will lose her mind. I haven't bought any recently in the past couple of years. I wanted to go down this weekend to buy one, to be honest. I still may this weekend coming up. This past weekend, I wanted to go down to uh, get one. I have two that I'm looking at. So we'll see. Doug's trying to get... Doug, I don't know if you're in the business or not, but he's telling me that they could do it. There's a place that can do it for 120 an ounce uh, for flour. I don't know what flour is, but okay. Interesting. Interesting. Good conversation, though. Let me see where we're at here. It's uh, 4.53 here at WYLK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. 
Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about BudgetBlinds.com. You go to them. You make an appointment. Tom or Rick's going to reach out to you from our area. They're the leader in custom window treatments, 90% more options than your big box stores. That's the biggest thing that just that stood out to me. It jumped right out at me. I'm a big do-it-yourselfer. I've gone to the big box stores. They have the few, I mean, I'm talking about 3 or 4% of what's out there. You think it's maybe a big selection. And they have special order, which maybe expands that to 10%. These guys walk in with a cart, with binders. And I'm talking five or six binders, five or six inches thick. Every shade of color, every transparency percentages, UV percentages that you can factor in. You can blinds that you you pull down automatic, pull down or automatic. You you press a button, they come down, they go up. They can be on sensors to where they're they're they work off the light, the amount of light that's coming in. You could see out, so you could still see if someone's walking down your driveway or in your backyard or what's going on if the kids are playing outside in the pool or whatever's going on, but you can't see in. Um, the Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no questions asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. I'm telling you, you're going to go through three or four blinds like I have during that time frame. You have these guys. It's guaranteed. It's warranted. No questions asked. You can't go wrong. Check out BudgetBlinds.com. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. It's 455 here at WILK. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 47 degrees and cloudy outside at 4.58. Coming up on the 5 o'clock hour, somebody said, Rob, I live in the Wilkes-Barre Housing Authority. You can smell pot everywhere. I told management about the problem and was threatened with eviction. Well, stop it. Don't do that. Can't complain. Somebody asked what I was looking at as far as uh, the the... the New rifle I was going to buy. Well, I'm looking at an MP5 or uh, the Henry 22 survival rifle. Kind of two ends of the spectrum there, but I, I like them both. Uh, somebody said, I hope you get both. Uh, eventually, maybe. We'll see. Now that the cat's out of the bag, I might get resistance at home. But uh, who will see? We'll see. We'll see. Well, that that US, that private U.S. lander that for the moon that was built here in Pittsburgh... Um, was destroyed after re-entry, after the failed mission to the moon, the company says. It did re-enter somewhere over the Pacific and burned up in our atmosphere. So no no debris, no injuries, no anything like that. But that moon lander that was built here in Pittsburgh did burn up upon re-entry earlier this week. Again, something else I meant to say. So uh, we'll see. Try again, right? It's coming up on the 5 o'clock hour here. It says the FAA is clearing the Boeing 737 MAX 9 to return to service. Guess they figured out the problem. 5 o'clock here in WILK. 